What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. I was a fourth generation entrepreneur and at five years old, I'd walk into my dad's office and say, how do you make the money? I thought he was printing money in his printer at home, but he told me no max. Um, But I've put my personal life first and I've built a business uh, around my personal life. That's why we can go to Disney World all the time. What's up, everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing Six Figure Entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now let's get the show started. Welcome to another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And today I have another amazing entrepreneur in the house who is doing so very well in his business. And one thing that really uh, intrigued me so much about uh, my guest today is the fact that when I read his book, I really fell in love with him. And after reading his book, I just tell myself, oh, I have to have Max on this show. And today I'm glad he's, on with, he's with me on this show. And before I get everything started, I will just pass the mic to him. He will introduce himself, tell us a bit about himself, then we'll get the show started. Yeah, perfect. Happy to be here. And thank you for the kind words on the book. Um, Max Trailer. I'm a consultant's consultant. And uh, a long time ago, I discovered that in order to live the personal life that I wanted, I had to put my personal life first and build a business around that personal life. I was running a marketing agency. It was the exact opposite of putting my personal life first. And uh, I discovered strategy and that I could charge whatever I wanted for it. And then I discovered that I could package that up as intellectual property license it to people, and I'd have a lot more time playing golf. So today I help consultants simplify their offer, charge more, and uh, have a lot of fun doing it. Okay, that's awesome. We're surely going to talk about your book, but that'll be down the line. Uh, but first, let's, uh, can you walk us through how you got started into this whole uh, consulting or entrepreneurship uh, stuff? Yeah, I was a fourth generation entrepreneur. And at five years old, I'd walk into my dad's office and say, how do you make the money? I thought he was printing money in his printer at home, but he told me no max. Um, But I've put my personal life first and I've built a business uh, around my personal life. That's why we can go to Disney World all the time. And so early in my career, I was running a professional services business and I was thinking about how do I how do I put my personal life first? How do I work less, have a bigger impact on the world? And I started to discover ways of doing that. And before long, I realized that I wanted to help other consultants do the same things that I was doing. 
put more barriers around their professional life, block out time to exercise, be with family, do things they love, like playing golf for me. And uh, for the past seven years, that's been my life, helping people simplify their business, charge more and carve out more time for their personal freedoms. Okay, that's awesome. So can we just talk about your book? I, I think I made a note specifically on page 77 of the book. By the way, uh, Matt's book is... Agency Survival Guide. So it's a very interesting book, and I want us to talk about some uh, specific strategies that you mentioned in the book. You know, one thing most uh, consultants do struggle with is how to get that consistent flow of client and even customers flowing in. So, and you talk about a strategy, particularly on page 77 of the book, about how you uh, fill up your consultancy uh, calendar with uh, a lot of people by doing something very specific and very special that only few people actually do. So can you just walk us through uh, that particular strategy? Well, having run a marketing agency at a, at a young age, I thought that's what you did. Uh, to fill your sales pipeline. I thought you'd go out and provide value on the internet and then your ideal customers would reach out to you and uh, that would make the world turn. But it turns out that inbound lead generation is more like the pepper on the steak. It will make the steak taste better, but you cannot survive on pepper alone. So when I started my own company, I had to find a way to make my business predictable. And the only way to do that is to be laser focused on who your ideal customer is, have a team of people, if you don't have the time to do it, have a team of people constantly researching and building a list of who your target customers actually are, what are their names, and then reach out to those people and invite them to participate in something uh, fun and worthy, like a podcast like this, or writing a book or doing a study, something that you're doing to provide value to the world, invite your ideal customers to participate. And uh, that's been the single source of networking, of learning, and of business generation for me for the past seven years. But we have to be intentional about filling the sales pipeline. We cannot wait for our ideal customers to come to us. You know, Max, I'm very curious to ask this question. You know, I have a business that uh, works with thought leaders, busy entrepreneurs, uh, consultants, and as people who, want, who are experts in their feed uh, to write and publish a book that help them to build credibility, become an instant authority, and also get our clients for their products and services. And will it be funny if, okay, I have a podcast now and I just ask you, Max, can you be on my show? And I'm doing that because I wanted you to become my client for the sole purpose of you becoming my client. That's why I asked you to be on my podcast. Would that not be somehow uh, too pushful and uh, sleazy or somehow, like, I just want to, I want you to walk us through the process of actually having conversations with people, inviting people to have a conversation with you and selling your product and services without actually being pushy or trying to show to them that, okay, you are only having that conversation with them because you are trying to sell them. 
So seven years ago, when I started my podcast, my intent was to provide really valuable content and have fun drinking beer with people. Um, you have to commit to whatever it is that you're producing. You have to commit to a podcast. You have to commit to writing the book or whatever it is. Um, over the years, people would about half the time ask me, well, Max, what do you do? And uh, the mindset is that all selling is, is helping for a profit. So it's sort of my obligation when people ask, hey, Max, can you help me? Uh, that I say, sure. Tell me, about, tell me about what you're doing. Now, I have a series of workshops that I do. I don't charge for that. I've got the book. I've got workbooks. I've got a lot of value that I can provide to people that are interested. Um, but it's, it just so happens that people that I interview often ask me, how to work with them. Um, so I don't think it's something that people should be nervous about. I think that when you meet somebody, you're generally, you're genuinely interested in what they have to say. Um, a certain percentage of time, that person will turn into a great customer and a lot of times a great friend. Okay, that's, that's, that's cool. So I don't want to really uh, give so much out about your book. And I would love for everybody listening to this to go and get a copy of that book. It's a very awesome resources. And, you know, uh, yesterday I was having a discussion with one of my friends who runs an email marketing uh, consulting business for e-commerce stores. And I, he has been struggling with his business. And I was like, OK, you know what? I have a book I have to send to you. Please read this book. And. I, I believe you will surely find something awesome, man. I'm very excited to share the book to my friend. And I believe that maybe next week when I'll get the feedback, it will be something positive because Max here has done a very good job in that book. And I must say, everybody should get a copy. So now- well, tell, tell your friend, tell your friend he's got to do one thing and okay. that is sell the plan. Sell the and, plan. Okay. And can you just expand on what you mean by say, selling the plan? Well, as a prof any professional service company actually runs two companies. Okay. They run the business of selling their knowledge. They come up with a strategy. They come up with a plan. They know what to do. And they also run the business of doing things. And if, if we understand that those are two separate businesses, one of them is much more strategic. One of them is much more profitable. One of them is much more difficult to replace. And that is the business of strategy and the business of planning. What many companies do is give away the plan in order to get the lower margin, um, more crowded business of the doing things. And the first thing that people should do to cure themselves of that mindset is to take the plan. It's usually something that they deliver as a part of their current proposals. So all you have to do is look at your proposal and say, wow, there's a lot of valuable information here. The next time you get an opportunity, you sell that as a plan. doesn't matter if it's $1,000, $5,000, whatever it is, start getting people to pay you for your knowledge. Start getting them to pay you to tell them what it is that they need. And you'll find that they treat you differently. You'll find that you can sell uh, engagements at a higher price premium. And it's, it's just the first thing you need to do. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, I got what you are saying, but I don't, just like I mentioned, I don't want to give it out. I want everybody to pick up a copy of uh, the uh, agent survivor uh, guide and 
it's a very good result. I can't keep saying that. Okay, so now, like, let's talk about your business uh, in present day. Like, what is the structure of your business right now? Like, your team, people you work with, and even revenue-wise, what's your figure like for 2022? Um, well, the most important part of my business is I work 20 hours a week-ish. Uh, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less, but my goal is 20 hours a week. Um, I take every fourth month off. Uh, I work for three months and then I take a month off. So, um, I always judge my progress based on my, the amount of time I can spend on the personal things that I like to do, playing golf, hanging out with my kids, um, in order to pay for all that bringing in $300,000 a year is all I need. So 20 hours a week, taking every fourth month off, bringing in 300,000 US dollars, not bad. Um, but it's uh, myself and a business partner. I think my advice for any entrepreneur or idea person is to get themselves uh, a number two. And uh, they're called different things depending on you know what consulting methodology you subscribe to. But um, Dan Sullivan, strategic coach, you know, they'd call it the integrator role, um, or the, uh, the EOS calls it the integrator role, somebody that can make your ideas come to life. And my business partner manages a team of maybe four or five people of freelance contractors. I've never met them. I don't know. I don't know what they do. Uh, but I do know that a lot of the tasks I had to do previously that forced me to work 30 or 40 hours to make the same amount of money are now being done by independent freelancers who have, uh, who have systems that have been documented by my business partner. And um, I think that's the next step for a lot of people uh, is to invest in the support roles to help you do more of what you do best. Okay. That's awesome. And uh, just part of why I said people should uh, pick up a copy of your book is uh, you have a you have a chapter where you talk about uh, the importance of getting someone who can actually get your idea to life, who can be like your side uh, side chick, right? Yeah, superhero sidekick. She's oh, okay. she's my uh, she's my sidekick for sure. Yeah, so like, and that idea is very awesome, and something I'm actually working on implementing in my own business right now. So, uh, I will implore everybody to just pick up a copy once again. So, Max, I am a big fan of gratitude, and if you look around you, your peers, your contemporaries, others who do what you do, who do you respect, who do you admire, and who is that one person who you just want to call out publicly and thank them for being there for you along the way. Yeah, well, um, I, I got to start with my business partner, Katrina Bucell. Um, she's, uh, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't for her. And, um, you know, a long time ago, I, I knew that delegation was important, but I was bad at delegation. So I had to delegate delegation. A few other people that, um, especially coming out of the agency consulting space, one of the best agency consultants I've ever met. He's, he wrote the foreword for my book, but David C. Baker, he wrote the book, Business of Expertise. You have to pick this up um, as a copy. And uh, he really taught me the difference of the two businesses that we run as professional service companies, the business of strategy and the business of impl implementation. 
Um, and then Steve Lashansky, author of The Ultimate Sales Revolution, his concept around the indispensable partner framework and what it actually means to be indispensable to your clients. Um, it's a must read for anybody in business, really. Um, yeah, those are some of the top people, but you know, I've been, I've been pretty privileged over the past eight years to uh, talk with thousands of thought leaders. Those are just some of the ones that have gone the extra mile to help me personally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you surely have a lot of awesome people you just mentioned in your circle who have helped you along the way. And can you do one thing, Max? After this interview, can you just send them an email or maybe a text message or whatever? Just tell them I was interviewed on uh, the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast and it will be live soon. Uh, I just acknowledge you and how you have been to me. So thank you so much. Can you do that? Cheers. Okay, that's good. So uh, now let's uh, transition into uh, my favorite part of this uh, podcast where I have to throw uh, some questions at you and you just provide us an answer as quick as you can. Are you, are you prepared? I am prepared. Okay. If you are to recommend one book, that's beyond your book anyway. If you are to recommend one, one book to every entrepreneur out there listening to this podcast, what book would that be? Business of Expertise, David C. Baker. Okay. Awesome. A link to every book we've mentioned on this episode and even Mark's book, which I will still say it again that everybody should pick up and read, will be included in the show notes for this episode at www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. So uh, another question is this. What is one thing that you did in your business that got you a very big win? Put my personal life first. Okay. You can share about your personal life as well. Golf. It's, it's weird. Most of the great things that happen in my business happen while I'm on the golf course. Okay. That's, that's something very unique. Like I've asked a lot of people on this uh, podcast about, uh, I've asked that simple question from almost everybody I've interviewed on this uh, podcast and that response was very, very unique. Like, well, I tell you, I tell you where, you know, when you're stressed and when you're tired, good things don't happen. Yeah. And right. so me, me playing golf is just uh, a way to de-stress, um, a way to, you know, recharge my passion for business. And that goes the furthest, like people want to work with somebody that is happy and rested and have the, and has the energy to help them. So um, I think it is the most important thing that I do in my business. Yeah, you, you are very, very right. Because like, I think uh, from my experience uh, since 2012, when I've been in this entrepreneurship game, like I've noticed that winning most, in, uh, most times in life is really not about strategies or about uh, this is the tactics I know how to use. It is more about mindset. And uh, I think when we are not really cool, when we are not really fine, we surely will not win because like our mind will not be okay and things will just be going wrong for, for, for nothing. And when we are very sad, we are happy, good things just keep coming. And that's one experience I've seen in business so far. And thank you for collaborating on that uh, point. Uh, so our next question will be, uh, what is one superpower you've got that has contributed a lot to you winning in business? Simplifying the complex. Wow. That's very short, very cool 
and very awesome. So you've mentioned your superpower and surely everybody has something they are struggling with. What is that one thing you are struggling with right now in your business or you have struggled with in the past in your business? Imposter syndrome. Okay, can the you share? You know, the more you know, imposter syndrome is a, a psychological um, side effect of constantly learning and constantly growing. When we learn more, we discover how little we know. And despite the progress we make, we feel like we're not worthy of our clients. Yeah, I can, I can relate with uh, your, uh, I can relate with what you said, because most of the time we have to reassure ourselves. I have to tell myself, oh, come on, guy, you can do this. You are not really fake. You are not really, you, you are up to this. You know this. You are sure of this. It has worked for you before. Just go out there and just kick some ass. And I think that's, everybody struggle with it and uh, glad you talk about. So if, can I, if I can ask you, how do you think entrepreneurs out there listening to this can overcome that problem of imposter syndrome? Well, I actually launched a psychology study earlier this year to try and understand imposter syndrome. And the number one thing that you can do is join a group, a networking group of other people like you. Okay. Thanks for that tip. So, so apart from golf and outside of business, who is Max? Well, the only thing I haven't mentioned is that I have two kids, but uh, <laughs> I'm probably the world's most competitive person. Um, started off in hockey. I became a professional paintball player for 16 years. So I get a thrill from being the best at things. And uh, right now, my thing I'm trying to be the best at is golf. It's pretty darn frustrating and pretty difficult to do. Um, but outside of that, I'm trying to be a dad that's around. That was the one thing I wanted. I knew that I wanted in the professional world. It was something that I got when I was a kid. And that was a dad that was there and could take me to Disney World. So I've been working from home for seven years. So uh, it's a good start. Okay, so if you can, I think it's safe to say marked business, golf, dad. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> that awesome. sums it up. I don't so, have time for anything else. Okay, that's that's good. And one of the advantage, or let's say the pets that comes with entrepreneurship when done right is it gives us time and free, freedom to do what we love, to spend time with people we love, and just have fun and do stuff that matters to us other than try to fix it into uh, what we, do, we might not like to do, just like people are in the nine to five uh, live always do. So that's very exciting. So what yeah. is one thing you are working on right now that you are excited about in your business? Well, uh, this year is the year that I decided to take every fourth month off. Uh, so both my business partner and I just took off, uh, just took off April, zero work. And we'll do it again in August and we'll do it again in September. So uh, to support that, I've launched a 90-day challenge where I work with a small group of 10 independent consultants on their business planning, on simplifying their offer, and on filling the sales pipeline. And um, that's the major project to fund and really organize my business around this taking every fourth month off cadence. Okay, that's cool. So in all your years of being a consultant and even uh, diving into entrepreneurship, what is that one big lesson that you have learned? Well, aside from putting your personal life first, it's enjoying the space 
the biggest challenge is that we feel guilty about the space in our life that we create. Okay. So you have to enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. That's very, very awesome. So like, I want to talk, I want to go back and digress a bit about your book. And one thing I always like to ask uh, my guests who are authors and who have written very awesome book is how has your book really, how has it affected or even improved on uh, your baseline in your business? Um, my book is probably the most powerful thing I've ever done for my business. Um, one, it forced me to really organize my knowledge, which has made an impact on the services I deliver and how I talk about what I know how to do. But in terms of credibility and trust, it's something I use in my sales process to do exactly that. Anybody that I meet and that I feel like I can help, I send them a copy of my book because I know that if they react positively to it, they are a perfect customer. And if they don't react to it, then they are not a perfect customer. So it's the greatest sales tool I could ever ask for. Yeah, that's coming directly from your mouth. And I'm very happy to hear that because one thing I really uh, preach uh, in my own business is a book is a very, very awesome way for you to, you don't need to just drop business card for anyone just send them a copy of your book and if they can resonate well with your book just like you mentioned if you can get feedback from them then surely they are someone that you can really help with what you do and your services and stuff like that so now let's just uh round up right now so uh where can we find you and uh every every good thing that you do where can we connect with you online maxtrailer.com M-A-X-T-R-A-Y-L-O-R, maxtrailer.com. And uh, LinkedIn is my network. So all of my videos and invites to my Beers with Max lives and other workshops that I'm doing, LinkedIn is the place to be. Okay. It's been a very awesome time having a conversation with Max. And just like I said, every book we mentioned and every link and resources I mentioned will be found in the show notes for this episode. Just head straight to the uh, sixfigureentrepreneur.com. And thank you so much, Max, once again for, uh, for jumping on this call with me. It's been a very awesome time with you. And I know next time, if you call you, surely I'd uh, love to be on the show. So thank you so much. Cheers. All right, bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.